are welcome to Living Sea. We bless the Lord who has provided us this airtime to share with you in His Word. May He establish you in the path of righteousness. As we continue our discussions on the Christian home, we desire today to look at the relationship, the roles and responsibilities of the husband and the wife in the home. As the Lord reveals His counsels again, for the smooth running of your home, may you arise and fulfill the purpose of your Creator. We desire to pray along with you and to offer further counsels if you stand in need of them. Our discipleship by corresponding program is on. Request today for the enrollment form if the Lord be leading you. The counsels for these messages and others can be purchased if you are interested. For all this, right to this living seed, PO Box 971 Boko, Benue State, Nigeria. Living seed, PO Box 971 Boko, Benue State, Nigeria. Let me remind you to intimate your friends and your neighbors of this program. And as you bow to pray, even for this message, I invite our Bible teacher on this program, Brother Bile Akoni, to bring us the words. Brother Bile, shall we pray? Our Father and our God will bless you for yet another opportunity to come to you. Another opportunity to bow our heart, even at your feet, seeking the words from your mouth. Lord, we ask you that you will open your mouth wisdom to our lives. Lord, we pray for all our listeners that the spirit of truth will overwhelm them. That you will cause your word to become explicably clear unto our individual hearts. Our desire is that, Lord, these messages will bring definite increase unto your body in this land and beyond. We are asking that as a result of this, your children and their families will begin to manifest the glory of God even in this generation. Thank you Father for hearing us. We are trusting you that all those that have shared with us their personal needs as a family Lord you will intervene for them. Your spirit will touch this situation in various homes and you will turn it around for good to the glory and praise of your name. Thank you for hearing us we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to again praise the Lord that we have this opportunity coming your way again uh, on this series on the Christian home. And we trust that as we are going on steadily, God Himself will make these messages to become an increment unto your own life and unto your own relationship. Uh, today again, we would like to continue uh, on the studies we started on relationships and roles and responsibilities in the Christian home. And uh, last week I started by introducing this issue of relationship unto you by asking you to consider what it means uh, to become one flesh. And the understanding that must pervade and permeate our heart 
in relating with our wives and relating with our husband. Today I would like to still go on and dealing with relationships and dealing with what must be our relationship as a family. Then we are going to be getting into the roles and responsibilities in the Christian family or in the home. Again, I want you to follow me as you turn your Bibles again back to Genesis chapter 2 and uh, Matthew chapter 19. Uh, we've not finished. That's why we're having to refer back to this uh, manual from our Father God. Uh, Genesis chapter 2. We are going to read verse 23, 24, and 25. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Come quickly to Matthew 19, and read verse 4, 5, and 6. Matthew chapter 19, from verse 4 to 6. Matthew 19. And he answered and said unto them, Have you not read? that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female and said for this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and they twain shall be one flesh wherefore there are no more two but one flesh what therefore God has joined together let not man put asunder let not man put asunder by the time we were ending last week we dealt with the fact that therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall become one flesh. We said the goal of relationship in the family is for you to become one flesh. One flesh in understanding, one in wisdom, one in your uh, service unto God in your ministry, one in purpose, one in ambition, one even in your mind. That's the will of God. And as your relationship grows in years, we are expecting that oneness to continue to manifest as you go on. But yet, in order for this relationship to take the correct shape, we are going to still now look a few things that the Word of God wants you to recognize as you are relating together. Now, if you look at that verse, uh, uh, verse four in Genesis and in Matthew chapter chapter nineteen, you will see something that I said. Have you not read that in which made them at the beginning made them male and female? For this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Now, what are we trying to look at there? I just want to draw your attention to something that you need to know as you are going on uh, in your relationship with your partner. I want you to recognize that he who made them in the beginning, the Bible says he made them male and female. Now, what is the implication of this? It means that even when uh, God made them in the beginning, when He made you and made your wife, He did not make a duplicate. Please take note of that. He made them male and female. 
Now, which means that in terms of attitude, in terms of in terms of uh, uh, behavior, in terms of understanding, in terms of um, presentation, there is a basic design that made a difference. And the difference between you and your wife, between your perception and that of your wife, between the way you feel and the way your wife feels, it's not a mistake. It is the manufacturer's design. That was how God made it. And he made it for the purpose that the two of you can complement one another and become one flesh. Madam, I want you to take note that God didn't make your husband a female. Therefore, stop struggling to make a female out of him. Some of you are thinking that uh, your husband should be crying and be weeping just like a woman will do. You are wondering, why is he always like that? He has never shed tears for you to see. The reason is because that man is a man. You are a woman. God didn't make female and female. The day you succeed in making a female out of your husband, your home is going to collapse. So many men also, they do not understand. They forget that their wife is but a, a female, is but a woman. And there are peculiarities about a woman which is different from that of a man. If your relationship is going to go smoothly and harmoniously, there is need to handle it with care, to handle it with understanding, to handle it with knowledge. And so I want to begin to deal with it from that aspect. I want to deal with your relationship with the fact of relating with each other with an understanding of the basic difference in the makeup of the wife, in the makeup of the husband. Time will not permit me here to deal with what is the peculiar nature of a man. What is the peculiar nature of a woman? There may be no time to undo that in this particular uh, program. But I'm trusting that as God helps you to realize that yes, he that made them in the beginning made them male and female. And you begin to relate with each other in that way. God himself will bring you understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Now I want us to take note of it like this. Can you turn your Bibles quickly to First Peter chapter 3. First Peter and chapter 3. First Peter chapter 3. Let's quickly check again. First Peter chapter 3. And I would like to read from verse 1 to 7. Even though what I want to refer you to meanwhile is in verse 7. First Peter chapter 3. First Peter chapter 3. Likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. Now go to verse 7. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, as be heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not in that. Now, few things I want to draw your attention to. If your relationship is going to go smoothly and go well, according to the word of God here. Now, I want you to see, because he that made them in the beginning made them male and female, it means that there are also basic differences by design in terms of the roles, in terms of the responsibilities in the family. The role of the wife and the role of the husband, they are not exactly the same. 
But they are not competitive. They are not competitive. You are not on the competition game. No. But they are complementary. Each of the roles of the wife and that of the husband, they complement each other to make a whole. Now, I want you to see. So because of that, there is going to be difference on the roles and responsibilities. There is going to be a difference in the understanding of our relationships. And I'd like you to see what the Word of God is saying here. He said in First Peter chapter 3 verse 7, He said, Likewise, you husbands, dwell with them. Dwell with your wives. How? According to knowledge. Now I want to quickly deal with that phrase. According to knowledge. Dwell with your wife. Live with your wife. Stay with your wife. Relate with your wife. Be careful of your wives. Being thoughtful of their needs and honoring them. That is, be careful. Be conscious. Dwell with them according to knowledge. What will be the meaning of that? That you should have a deep knowledge of your wife. You should have an understanding of who God has given you to marry. You should take time to ask God to reveal or to introduce your partner unto you. Madam, I also want you to realize that your, your husband is a man. It's not a woman. It's not like a, a, your junior sister. And for that reason, you need to relate with him with a clear understanding that you are relating with a man. And not just with any man. Maybe you have your junior brothers and senior brothers and you have related with them as, as your brothers. And you might be transferring that into your marriage relationship. It will not work. You must understand this man that God has given to you. He is unlike any other man in town. It was not necessary for you to start comparing and contrasting him with another man you used to know, with another Christian brother somewhere. No, no, no. This man that God gave you to marry is the bone of your bones. Is the one that uniquely fits you. And just like you never went to a market to buy a cloth without checking your size. You never go to a tailor to make a particular cloth without checking your size. And I like to say, the size that fits you will not fit another person. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Even your common brazier alone, there is a size. The shirt that your husband wears, there is a size. And if you buy undersized, surely it will not fit. If you buy oversized, surely it will not fit. So in order for harmonious relationship in the family, there is need to relate with each other with knowledge. According to knowledge. That's the word of God. You don't relate with your husband presumptuously. You don't relate with your husband based on ignorance of some certain facts about his nature, about his life, about his upbringing. And if you go to God, the manufacturer, he will show you exactly what is peculiar about this man, what is peculiar about this woman whom he has brought into your life. Now, that's the first point I want to raise with you. Now, number two, in that scripture again, it says, You husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge. Giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel. I wish I can spend a little time dealing with the fact that the Bible said your wife is a weaker vessel. 
Let me read it from uh, uh, Living Bible. Living Bible says, Your husbands must be careful of your wives, being thoughtful of their needs, and honoring them as the weaker sex. As the weaker sex. The other one says, Similarly, your husbands, this Philip, not English, you should try to understand the wives you live with. Are you understanding that now? Try to understand the wives you live with, honoring them as physically weaker, yet equally as with you of the grace of life. If you don't do this, you will find it impossible to pray together properly. May God help you to understand that in the name of Jesus. That you see, you need to try to understand the wives you live with. Try take a little time and understand the woman that God gave you. Instead of forcing her to be like another sister you met in town. Instead of every day saying you are not like Sister Roke, you are not like Sister Ch- uh, Sister uh, Chingere. No, you didn't marry Chingere, are you hearing me? The one that God gave you is the bone that fits you. It is better you sit down. It's like I'm going to buy a, a trouser now and I decide to neglect the, my height. And say, well, anything will fit me. No, that's not how to buy a dress. You must know your size. If you don't know your size, it doesn't fit in. And so, for you, all of you, if I call you and I say, what is the size of your shoes? You will not think twice before you tell me whether it's size 8 or size 7 or size 8 or size 9 or size 10. And I want to ask you, what is the size of the bone that God gave you? You ought to understand it. It is useless wishing that your wife is like someone else. She is not that someone. Are you understanding me now? The Bible said, try to understand the woman, the wife you live with. Try to understand her understanding, understand her feelings, understand her way of thinking, understand her way of reasoning. And as soon as you begin to deal with her according to that knowledge, you will find the grace of God. You will find the help that God has placed in her on your behalf. What else do I want you to see in First Peter chapter 3 as I'm dealing with issues of relationship? I see several things I must point to you today before we leave that scripture. First Peter chapter 3. He now says, And as weaker vessel. Now I want you to note something about your wife, please. When I'm dealing with the husband later on, it will be clear. But you husbands, listen, the Bible says your wife is a weaker vessel. What does that mean? Even if you go to Genesis chapter 2, you will remember that the Bible said, And the Lord took one rib out of the man, and the rib which he, he took out of the man made he a woman. Now, even if I want to deal with it in terms of ratio and proportion, can you imagine the ratio between you and your wife? Whereas you are a man of many ribs and several bones, the Bible says your wife is just one rib. And you can see when Adam saw the wife, he said, This now is the bone of my bones. Not bones of my bones. No, the bone of my bones. Which means, whereas you have several bones, you have several ribs, she's just one. Excuse me, sir. The way you live with your wife, I see some of you, you have now decided to box your wife, and you are beating her and kicking her. Don't forget, she's just one bone, there are many bones. 
Don't be surprised if you see your wife breaking down all the time, crying and weeping, shedding tears on little, little issues. She, the Bible says she is a weaker vessel. Treat her as a breakable plate. Carry her as a very breakable plate. She may be very happy right now. Ten minutes ago she was excited and all of that. But as soon as something Small happens. Maybe in the kitchen she made a mistake. Her countenance will change. Everything will be confused and you don't know anything again. You say, but are you not the one laughing and being very happy with me 10 minutes ago? Yes. By manufacturer's design, she's a weaker vessel. She must not be overexposed unto stress. You must be ready to provide and to provide a covering for her life. When I come more on the issues of your roles, God will make it plain. But when we say she's a weaker vessel, she was not supposed to be cheated. She was not to be treated as if she's inferior. The Bible says you should treat her as John heir, as a partner with you in the grace of life, so that your prayers will not be hindered. Oh, husbands, are you listening to what we say today? That God has brought this woman into your life, you need to understand her. You need to dwell with her with knowledge. You need to recognize that she's a weaker vessel and you need to honor her. The fact of her weakness ought not to be used to intimidate her. It was not a mistake. It was not. It was by design. God made her in such a way. When we begin to deal with the roles of the woman, it will be clear to you. God will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, while I leave that, I want you to go forward quickly with me. Return, return quickly back to the book of Genesis and chapter, chapter 2 again. Genesis and chapter 2. Let's see something there very quickly before we press on today. Genesis and chapter 2. I want you to again see verse 25. Verse 25. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. They were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. You see, your relationship has to be naked. Your relationship has to be open. Your relationship as a family has to be open. You have to open, your wife has to open up. Both of them were naked. Correct spiritual relationship in the family will not take place if one is hiding and the other one is trying to open. The two of them must be naked so that the glory of God can become manifest in their midst. Now, turn again with me to Matthew chapter 19. Let's conclude from that point. Matthew chapter 19. May God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 19. And I want you to look at verse 6. Wherefore there are no more two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man put asunder. Now I want to wait here because that will be the beginning of our sharing as the Lord leads us on. The Bible says, Wherefore there are no more two. I must say this again. That God says, Wherefore you are no more two, but one flesh. No more two. So what does that mean? No more two accounts. I know that many wives, many husbands, they are so afraid to operate their accounts together. 
As you hear me say, no more two separate bank accounts. Some of you are nodding your head and saying, this man, you don't come up. He wants to cause trouble for me. My husband will just blow the whole of my salary. If we should mix it together, the Bible said there are no more two. Can I say this? No more two accounts. No more two separate planets. No more two separate ambitions. No more two separate friendships. All your friends must be brought together. Any man, any woman who is not willing to be the friend of your wife and he wants to be your friend, can you please tell that woman, no more two please. No more two please. When your father wrote you from home and he decided to separate between you and your wife, the Bible said that's not correct. Wherefore there are no more two but one flesh. And look at what Jesus now said. What therefore God has joined together. What therefore God has joined together, let no man do what? Put asunder. Now, I want you to note that even though many times you read it as let no man, if you carry it from King James, he said, let not man put asunder. I don't know how to quickly discuss that with you before we pray, but I want to say, whatever man, it may be the man in you. Mr. Flesh, inside of you, that want to put it asunder. The Bible says, let not man, the man in man, let it not put asunder. Let it not be your parents that will put it asunder. Let it not be your business that will put it asunder. Let it not be your children that will put it asunder. There are no more two. Can you, together, before I pray with you right now, can you say, actually, we are no more two, but one. Will you obey instructions this, this hour as you listen to the word of God? Those things you are keeping separately from your husband, can you quickly bring it and tell your husband, Sorry, I did not know that we are no more two. I'm ready now. We will mix it. We will collapse it. My personal identity, I'm willing to get baptized into you. I'm willing to get lost into you. I'm willing to go with you all the way. We are no more two but one flesh. The Bible said there are no more two but one flesh. Wherefore, there are no more two but one flesh. And uh, whatsoever God has joined together. What therefore God has joined together, let not man put asunder. I want to stop here. But let me draw your attention to the following things before we now pray. I want to ask you to think. Are you no more two? In the way you relate with the children, are you no more two? Can I see you giving different, different treatment to the children? It's like you are competing between yourself over the children. No, there are no more two. Children must not come and break into two. They are one flesh. Your parents, your own mother must not come in between. When they come here and they are speaking in low tones, as a wife, can you please tell your mother, who has come from your village and say, Mama, we are no more two. We are one flesh. Whatever you must say to me, you must say to my husband. And when they come from the village for you, oh brother, and they are saying, you see, and there is one project we need to go and do at home, and they, when your wife is sitting and they say, please, madam, excuse us, we are talking family business. You are saying, man, you must stand up and say, sorry, you forgot. We are no more two. We are no more two. Your, your son is dead. Your son is dead. If you cannot relate with me and my wife, then you have nothing to relate with. Because it's no, we are no more two, but one flesh. Nothing must put us under what God has joined together. Look at all things that are trying to make you two. 
repent right now and cry to God and say, Lord, help us. Touch our situation and God will do it in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Our Father, we want to thank you again. We want to ask, O oh God, that this cancer you are bringing our way will form us and make our homes. Lord, anything that has come in to divide these families that are praying today, Lord, we ask, O oh God, that the revelation of the word will push out any intruder. And Father, we trust you, O oh God, to restore these homes and put your blessings here. For we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. You either understand your partner or scatter your home. It's not weakness, but wisdom for your husband to treat your wife with the greatest of care. Don't allow any man to rob handle her. And your wife, treat your wife with your husband with the greatest esteem. And God will bless your home together. Write us. Remember our discipleship by correspondent program. The address is Living Seed, PO Box 971, Boko, Benue State, Nigeria. Living Seed, PO Box 971, Boko, Benue State, Nigeria. God bless you.